Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Change Up second episode. Uh, today we're under quarantine, so we're doing it from home over Zoom. Uh, I'm your host, Owen Holmgren, joined again by Taylor West, and today we got Teddy Conover. Ted, how are we feeling? I'm, I'm feeling great. Um, got the drip on. Mark Trumbo, 2016 home run leader for the Orioles. Um, it's not very good anymore, but, uh, you know, that's sort of fun. And I think we're trying to talk about the MLB, you know, everyone in their element. We got Taylor singing, Owen on FaceTime, you know, Teddy playing some baseball, and, uh, and, and let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. So today we're going to have two special guests, actually, uh, who we will announce once they join because it's a secret. But first off, first, we are going to start with our list of our top three starting pitchers. Um, so our goal is to, to kind of move along the positions every new episode. Today we're starting with starting pitchers. Uh, here's my list. I have Garrett Cole, Jacob deGrom, and Justin Verlander. Um, and this actually wasn't the easy, this wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. Um, I think when I started, I had two top choices, obviously for me at least, um, in Cole and deGrom. And the problem with them was the order that they went in. Um, I know DeGrom has won the last two Cy Youngs. Um, I, I mean, he's been incredible for the Mets. He's had bad record both years because the Mets are just terrible. Um, he got off to a little, little bit of a slow start last year, but really picked it up, um, beat out guys like Hyungjin Ryu and Max Scherzer, who could have easily won the Cy Young. Um, and Garrett Cole, who I, I personally think Garrett Cole should have won Cy Young last year. I mean, just throughout the entire season, he was completely dominant and almost un, unhittable at points in the season. Um, he did end up losing it to... Justin Verlander, his teammate, um, who was my three seed. And my three seed, it was actually the hardest part of the whole thing because I had like six guys I could have put in here. Um, I have Scherzer, I have, you have Kershaw, you could put Walker Bueller in there. Uh, and there are some other young guys like Mike Soroka, Lucas Giolito, I could have put in. Um, and if it was my top five, I probably would have put those guys in. Um, so overall, just not, not a super easy list. I ended up going in this order just because I think Cole is the most dominant pitcher in baseball right now, now and probably the most dominant team in baseball. Next up, we got Taylor. Um, so I honestly think um, I saw your Garrett Cole pick, and obviously he was great last year, but he's going to New York, the city of ruining great play baseball players. So he's going to have like a four ERA, probably win 20 games because their hitting is so good. Um, but Jacob DeGrom, still my top guy. Max Scherzer, I put number two, as you see the bunch of Zs. Nobody really knows how to spell his name. I thought New York was the city of ruining good baseball players. And you have to go. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The, the Bronx, uh, oh, okay, to be more okay. specific. Um, uh, and uh, Max Scherzer led the Nationals to, uh, to the World Series championship last year. And then my kind of under-the-radar guy, John Means, had a great <laughs> year last year. Um, like, the best All-Star. Year. All-star. All-star. And I think he's having – I text Owen. He's having a sub-2 ERA this year. Um, he's going to win – I don't know what the benchmark games to win this year. Maybe 13 games will be that kind of 20-win mark this year. He's going to win that. Um, and he's going to win the AL Cy Young. Yeah, no, Means is – I mean, that's that's a very, very hot take. But Means is good. I mean, he had a great year last year, which nobody – I didn't even know who he was until like halfway through the season. I mean, he's number 67, so. Yeah, I mean, he, Devin had a great season for a terrible team. Ted. All right. So, Owen, um, I think you and I have a swapped order at the top with uh, DeGrom and Cole. Um, no John Means for me, though. I was going a little <laughs> bit cooler of a take. Um, DeGrom, obviously, I mean, he's he's been unbelievable the last two years, back-to-back Cy Young. He's been one of the most valuable players in the league. His war is only behind Mike Trout and Mookie Betts. Uh, do you know Mookie Betts, Owen? 
I do. Yes, I do know Mookie Betts. He's, he's pretty good, and so is Trout. Um, I mean, it's just been an unbelievably dominant stretch, especially over the summer of 2019. I mean, DeGrom was playing unbelievably well. Garrett Cole, $324 million contract with the Yankees. Kind of shows that baseball might need to update its salary cap uh, and you know, make a salary cap, but because um, the Yankees just sign all the good players, though, and isn't that silly? Isn't that silly that, that happens? I mean, no other. Well, 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 you can't really talk because you know Red Sox do the same well, thing. Red Sox had to get rid of Mookie because the luxury tax. So yeah, yeah, you know, yep. come back. Regardless, to that. though, Cole last year won every game from May to October. Um, so he was he was playing pretty well, and then Clayton Kershaw last year. You think you know he's he's growing into irrelevance a little bit, but that's not true. Um, he's he's still pitching well, maybe not quite as well as he was in the, the early 2010s. Um, but as we enter into this new decade, I think I think Kershaw comes back pretty well. I mean, he's never really been bad. He's got a nasty breaking ball, and he's I think he's gonna he's gonna be really good this year. Yeah. One thing you can say about Kershaw, he kind of lost the Dodgers the playoffs last year. In game five, he's not he's, clutch. He's not very clutch. Also, yeah, he's not. Um, and now the, I mean, the Dodgers also last year they had Kyungjin Ryu and Walker Bueller right behind them. So I mean, their rotation was dominant. Bueller's becoming one of the best pitchers in baseball, very fast. I mean, you can make the argument for Bueller as at the at your three hole. Um, right. And I think another, um, I think another pitcher that I uh, forgot to mention was Jack Flaherty, who came in the second half of the season last year, posted like a .9 ERA, I think. I mean, that's the second that's the second year in a row the Cardinals have had someone who was, like, pretty good in the first half and then exploded in the second half. We saw it uh, two years ago with um, – we saw it two years ago with uh, Matt Carpenter, who almost – who made a run for MVP race. Um, so now we will have our, our special – our first special guest of the day joining, Coach Josh Angelo Bartlett. The coach, can you hear us? I don't think we can hear you. Not sure anyway, what's coach Josh Angela Bartlett, uh, Roland Park baseball legend, head coach of the uh, mighty Calvert School Mighty B baseball team, and widely regarded, as I've as I've been told, as the uh, Bill Belichick of flag football. Um, now we're trying to get him to connect to the audio. I think we might have some technical difficulties. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not looking great right now. Just doesn't seem like the audio is working. The video is working, but I think he might be able to see. I don't know if we can hear him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out here. Um, we can't. Right, I'm not sure. Uh, well, Owen, oh, you want to make, move to the next slide? Just yeah, we'll go ahead and move on to the next slide. Uh, while Coach tries to figure that out. Um, might have himself muted. Okay, I'm going too fast. All right, so the first, uh, our first um, topic that we were supposed to discuss is, uh, I've compiled a couple tweets from Twitter um, from Jeff Passan, who is the man who destroyed my hopes and dreams when he reported that Mookie Betts was leaving. Um, and these, uh, this tweet right here from Passan shows the um, agreement that the MLB and the MLB Players Association agreed upon um, for when the season could possibly continue. And now, after I read these agreements, which is the no bans on mass, mass gatherings, no travel restrictions, and uh, the medical experts have to determine that there's no risk of health and uh, no risk of health to the fans and teams. Um, when I first read this, I thought that there was no way. Um, I, I personally, when I first saw it, I thought that there was no. I didn't think that the MLB's 2020 season would even 
ever start um, just because of how strict these rules are and the way that this thing, the path this, this thing is taking. Um, so my question to you guys is what do you, what do you think about these rules and how do you think um, it will impact the start of the 2020 regular season? Uh, if, if the season, um, you, you saw the, the president reported this morning that games should be back by August and September. Um, and if it is that late, I mean, in baseball, it's such a short amount of time that, um, that you really see. Uh, if, if there's only a 30-game season, you're not really getting the whole gist of, like, if a team is good. Like, the Nationals were 19-31 and 31 to start last season. They won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I, I just think if it starts that late in August or September, then you just got to put teams in a mass playoff. Yeah. It would be fun, which would be really fun. I would love that. That would be so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I heard there's a lot of a lot of thoughts about neutral neutral game World Series, perhaps. I mean, with playoffs, if you know, if you have half the games or something like that starting in August, September, playoffs would be going in November, December. So you're going to need a warm place to play those games. I mean, you know, when when the Red Sox hosted the World Series in 2013, there was a game that was like 40 degrees um, at first pitch, and I don't think a lot of teams are going to be super into that. Um, if you know, if if it comes to that, in in, in what's going to probably be early winter. So it's going to be interesting to see, but I mean, honestly, the players and fans, all they'll take is just some, some, something. I mean, you know, right now there, there's a lot of talk about some uh, famous athletes like Tiger Woods and Tom Brady, maybe playing like a, a golf match with like one cameraman or something to give people their, their sports fix, which they, they desperately need. Um, and so, you know, during these challenging times, I think I'll, all we really need is just, you know, any, any sustenance of sports to, to hold us over. And I think the MLB will provide that. I think we will see some action this year um, abate a lot less. Yeah, I don't think the MLB obviously is at this point even planning to go 162 games. But what I've heard is that they're trying to get as many games as possible. And one of the suggestions was a seven-inning doubleheader. Um, and I think that's a great idea. Just get seven innings in, two games in one day, knock a couple games out, you know, maybe like two or three of those a week per team. And um, you're getting as many games as you possibly can. And it's, it's a great, it's a great uh, way to fit in all those games. Um, uh, this next tweet is probably my favorite tweet ever from Jeff Passan. Um, and it's in the scenario that there is no 2020 season. The uh, players like Mookie Betts, Trevor Bauer, Marcus Stroman, JT Romuto will once again be free agents in November. So to me, that means that Mookie Betts could play zero games as a Los Angeles Dodger and spend technically spend his entire career as a, as a Boston Red Sox. Um, so, so are you connoting there that you think that Mookie Betts is going to go back to the Red Sox? I think that was my question for you. What do you think the chances of that are? That are. That I mean, who's to say that he's just not going to be signed, you know, with a bunch of money by the Yankees or or stay with the Dodgers? I mean, like you see, or go go to a you know less relevant team. The the Padres out of nowhere signed Manny Machado for ten years, and uh, and you know as a Machado fan. Didn't love to see that, but kind of preferred that to the Dodgers. Um, you know, loved him on the Orioles, of course. But but regardless, I think it's pretty unlikely that you see Mookie go back to to the Red Sox. How often do you see a player in in really any sport go one team to another and back to one? The only one I can think of would be like Charles Woodson to the Raiders. But um, 
uh, Owen, I hate to crush your dreams, but, um, you know, it doesn't seem likely. Well, on the Section 10 podcast, the Barstool Sports podcast for um, the Red Sox, they, were, they called up Jeff, Jeff Pass on the phone, and he said, this was before all of this nonsense happened, he said that there's a 25% chance that Mookie re-signs with the Red Sox. How, how can you, like, give a percent on this? Like, that's pretty, that's is, pretty is Mookie in his mind like, oh, okay, well, there's one-fourth a chance that I'll go back? Like, well, I heard that Mookie Betts never wanted to leave in the first place. Um, and the Red Sox obviously didn't want to, to get rid of him either, yeah, but they kind of forced their hand, the luxury tax, um, and the amount of money that he wanted and the amount that they were willing to give him, which was not enough, and it was still like a ridiculous amount of money. Can I just interject here? Coach Bartlett's background is just terrific. I, 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 really, I really do like that. I, w- I wish we could hear him. That's the only thing. Um, I'm trying to uh... – I'm trying to unmute and mute him. Maybe if he uh, leaves and rejoins. Yeah, well, 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 why don't you try doing that? Um, um, I think I saw. I'll try that. I'll try that there. All right. Um, all right. Ne- next tweet, yeah. I think. Oh, and real quick question also. Um, so I know you're very uh, opinionated on your reporters. What is your, your thought on Jeff Passan? Fully, full respect or, or what? I hate Jeff Passan. Um <laughs> Uh, because he does report a lot of sad things about the Red Sox. Um, and he was the one – I remember uh, back again to the Section 10 podcast on Barstool, uh, Jared Carabas, the head guy there, uh, tweeted um, before the Mookie Betts news, like a week before the news, like, I can't wait for Jeff, Jeff Passon to <laughs> make that tweet that just breaks my heart about Mookie Betts leaving. Um, and it happened, and it, and it absolutely killed me. So Jeff Passon, not my friend. Uh, next up um, – it's from Boston Strong, one of my favorite Twitter accounts. For some reason, if there's no 2020 MLB regular season, Commissioner Rob Manfred gets to pick the 2021 MLB draft pick order. Now, uh, when I first saw this, I was kind of in shock. Um, I didn't know. I have no idea how he's going to go about it. Um, that's my question to you guys is how you think he's going to go about it. I mean, I think he has to give the Astros the last pick, right? Or just not – like, I mean, he has to, or else he's just going to be the most hated man in baseball for a very long time. Or do you think he'll go back to um, just what the draft order was last year? Yeah, I mean, honestly, with, with Manfred, I think, like, how is he going to be unbiased? I mean, you, you literally can't. Yeah. I, I may, maybe you could do an, uh, an NFL style where a worse record and, and stuff like that and he he tries to show some impartiality but i mean then still what if there's a tie somewhere and 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 things like that so uh i i'm sure that this is somehow that the red Sox are going to get like the number ninth pick when they should have gotten the eighth pick and there's going to be riots and owen's going to go crazy but um i mean how big of a deal is this like to be fair the prospects coming up are extremely good the one and two i think are like really good players coming out of this year's draft it's good for the O's. I mean, we get the trail. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Um, and, and the 2021 MLB draft is not only far away, but wouldn't that be so weird if there were no season? It's like, welcome back, guys. We haven't played any <laughs> baseball and let's draft people. Uh, that, that's just a bizarre image. Mm-hmm. Also, like, there's a ton of – because of this, the NCAA gave, gave teams um, another year of eligibility, and I can't remember which team it was. Um, but there's a big baseball school and all seven of their seniors are returning next year. Um, so there goes a couple prospect draft prospects right there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that extra year of eligibility not only affects the NCAA, but also affects the MLB. 
And next up, this, this was a couple days ago, and this was probably um, my favorite. Out of all the MLB rule changes that have happened, which I've not really been a fan of, this is my favorite one. It's not official, but it was just an idea from Justin Turner. Um, he said, this is my opportunity to push for a home run derby in extra innings. So basically, he means if the season's shortened um, and, they, uh, and the game goes into extra innings, they would play a 10th inning. And if nobody scored, they would, they would pick their top three hitters and they would, they would, they would, go, they would do a home run derby. Um, now, that's easy to say. The reason why I have those guys in the bottom there is because it's easy to say for a guy who has uh, himself, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncy, Corey Seager, all on the same team. The list goes on of the guys who can hit absolute placatas for those guys. Um, uh, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on Taylor. All right, Owen, so – Baseball was a massive sport in the 20th century, right? America's greatest pastime. But viewership has plummeted. Everything, you know, it's too boring, right? It's too boring. Okay, so that's what measures like, you know, these, uh, <laughs> like, Coach Bartlett is saying that the home run derby is an awful idea. But <laughs> I'm going to counteract him there and say that baseball needs some life, right? I mean, where, where's the excitement? People don't have an attention span anymore. That's why the fast-moving sports like football and, and basketball are so so large. So I think if you get, you know, I, the, the pitch clock is, I think, a little bit different. But the home run derby, I think, would be a really exciting way to end some games. And he also said you would play the 10th inning, which I think is good to have at least one extra inning. Um, but, you, I mean, World Series Game 3 of 2018 went until, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. And it's just like, I, I don't want to stay up for that. So I think, um, I think the playoffs would be a different story. Uh, yeah, that's probably true as well. Like uh, this, these type of things, the, the overtime rules in the NFL are different um, between the, the regular season and playoffs. But uh, I don't know. It's an interesting, uh, it, it does seem a little bit biased, I guess. I mean, the Orioles would just I mean, like lose every home run derby. But, and also the, the derby itself like the, the most homers what if there's a tie it just there are a lot of questions yeah taylor thoughts on this uh i i agree with coach bartlett i don't like the idea he actually had a good idea here that um he said have the last batter from the inning start on second base in extra innings and i like that um i think yeah. that'd be a good way to move it along it wouldn't drive the game into 18 inning games and it would also you know it would just provide a little more excitement yeah, they've, they've, they've tested that, the runner on second, uh, in different leagues, minor leagues, the Atlantic League, I think it's called. Um, and I think that's worked pretty well. I like that idea, too, just starting just, – it's just any way, really, to make it go faster. Because as a Red Sox fan, as Teddy mentioned, watching game three of the World Series, um, that was torture. Like, I couldn't watch the whole thing. It was, it was bad. Um, so now we will be adding our second, our second special guest, my father – Headmaster of Calvert School, Andrew Holmgren. Let's see if his audio connects. <laughs> his audio connect. Just... <laughs> All right, Owen, let's just go into snake or not snake. It doesn't look like it's. God, this is really a struggle. I can. Oh, he's connecting. Yeah? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, All right. Here we go. Hold on. Let me just uh... – <laughs> All right. we can get Coach Bartlett with the audio. Oh, he, it seems like Coach Bartlett's just muted. So, if, Taylor, if you unmute him, then – uh, I can't. I'm, I'm Hold on. Coach Bartlett, I can – Hit the button on the lower left. 
Give me a second. All right. So, anyways, all right. I'm ready. Our hey, next segment. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the uh, the Hound Waves. Big fan. Uh, we we really appreciate it, Mr. Holman. Do you have any any input on uh, on I, something? I do have one. About? I have one. You know, I find myself wanting to call in to you guys uh, in the show. <laughs> And um, I have a lot of comments, but I have one, if you can help me out with and maybe clarify on your next show. Uh, Pope says a lot of ridiculous things. <laughs> uh, but the other day when he said that Joe Burrow was the young Joe Montana, his <laughs> first name, uh, that was confusing to me. So if, if, if Pope could clarify that in your next football show, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Alan, you want to start this? So here's the segment. This is actually suggested to me by uh, Mr. Holmgren over there. Um, this is snake or not a snake. Now, the rules are simple. I will display five characters, one, or five, not characters, five players one at a time. And your job is to tell me if they are a snake or not a snake. The definition Owen, Owen, can you define for me snake? I was going to say, the definition of snake is a bit unclear. Um, I mean, daddy. It's a gut feeling, boys. It's a what? The gut feeling. Okay. All right. So first, our first snake or not a snake contestant is Johnny Damon. Dad, snake or not a snake? You know, Damon's one of those guys um, where you almost don't care. He almost doesn't rise to the level of getting that designation. I'd probably lean more towards snake because he went to the Yankees from the Red Sox. He cut his hair, shaved his beard because Steinbrenner told him to. Uh, and then he was, he was unremarkable with the Yankees. Um, so he's one of these guys that cashed in. I think is probably a good definition of uh, of a snake in baseball. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, played from '95 to 2012, two-time All-Star, um, pretty, pretty, you know, okay player. But uh, the the hair to me just immediately screams snake. I mean, you can hear it hissing out of there. Um, also, you know, played for the Red Sox, which doesn't help. Um, so just a lot of a lot of skepticism around there. And I'm gonna well, I want to be clear when he was with the Red Sox, hissing. not a snake. He's not a snake. Won a championship with the Red Sox, too. That's cool. Let's be Starting center fielder. Uh, going to the Yankees. Going to Red Sox-Yankees is just one of the biggest snake moves. Jacoby Ellsbury is another guy um, who just screams snake. Next up, mm. we have another guy who went from the Red Sox to the Yankees. Babe Ruth. Uh, no. Not a snake. <laughs> not a snake. Not a snake at all. No. Nope. Yeah. It was not his fault that he was traded for uh, No No Nanette. Uh, the Broadway musical, um, Babe was a, was a great, great Red Sox and should be remembered as such. Can't, can't call Babe Ruth a snake. No. Next up. Okay, so here's an interesting slide. <laughs> Coach Josh Engelbart, very excited about that one. Um, I have Manny Machado, and as you can see, I've displayed a few uh, pictures here because it's very difficult to just choose from one. Uh, we've got him stepping on Jesus Aguilar and Steve Pierce's foot. And then we have him almost killing Alcides at Skabar, uh, Dustin Troy, and Yodara Ventura. A question. So can, can there be pictures of Manny Machado at like charitable events or, you know, smiling or, you know, that. this seems kind of like a biased slide. This is a baseball show, all right? This isn't, this isn't charity. Uh, I, okay, Owen, as an Orioles fan, I can say this from an Orioles fan's perspective, which would be the one that would call him a snake. No, he's not a snake. He's smart. He left a team that was in shambles. I mean, we are now terrible. And in the prime of his career, he doesn't want to be on a terrible team. And I can understand that. And Padres? Okay. First, I guess. So. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Um, it was a, probably good for the Orioles that he left, and it was good for the Dodgers that they got him. Dad? No, not a snake. 
that as Look, well. I mean, as a Boston sports fan, are you really want to talk about players who cheat? Like uh, Joe Angelo Bartlett have, has a great point. He just says, how about when Sale tried to hit him with a 100 mile per hour heater? Great, great, great Coach point. Bartlett. Four I mean, in a row. It was like four in a row. Yeah. So, I remember that. And, 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 and Machado, you know. Gamesmanship. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Gosman gets gets kicked out for throwing a 77 mile per hour curveball at Xander Bogarts. Like, what are we doing? Machado had it coming, though. Listen, what does that mean? This guy <laughs> is not the he's, – he's a baby snake, okay? His, his, his mentor is the, the deep snake. But the picture in the upper left where he ends Pedroia's career, right, with a bogus – and, in fact, I was just watching this moments ago on YouTube. A bogus site. He intentionally goes to take out this guy. Yeah. One of the highlights of my baseball watching uh, career was watching him fall down in the dirt right for for a strike three for the world series i believe actually uh, i have the picture projected there he is slide. um yep. just just you know for reference um all right next snake or not a snake we've got uh, a rod oh my god a <laughs> rod a roid i was debating whether i should spell like that or not i decided not to dad what are your thoughts on alex Harbour, you guys oh he's a snake <laughs> i mean I, again the, the, remember the, 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 the chop at first base, right? Yeah. Uh, it was Bronson Arroyo. Oh, right? that, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. 2004. Remember that? Remember, the, remember that? Taylor, you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, you don't get a more dishonest play in baseball than, than trying to, to, to chop or, or hit the, the, the first baseman. It's just, and it's so typical of this guy throughout his whole career. I'd, I'd say this, like A-Rod when he was on the Rangers and Mariners, he was, he was a lot less snaky. He was super good. And, uh, and then he wanted to go to the Red Sox. They couldn't quite get it through at the last minute. So he goes to the Yankees and, and quickly becomes serpentine. And it just, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Teddy, I want to be, I want to be clear. I, I 100% agree with what you just said. Okay. He, he was not until he got to the Yankees. And I believe, had he gone with the Red Sox, wouldn't have been a snake. Well, you know, that's, that could be up for debate. I don't think so, as a Red Sox fan. Um, I think and all five of us. Taylor, what about Taylor? Yeah, Taylor, what do you um, – I think I, I, I would yes, add all five yes. would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's a snake. Um, he's, I, I think he's, he's turned his life around on TikTok recently um, with Jennifer Lopez. Um, you know, I – I, I, I kind of I, I really hated A Rod. I really hated him, but now I kind of like him. He's he's a good guy. It seems. Just just for reference, we uh, we got five out of five. Uh, Coach Bartlett saying monster snake for uh, for A Rod. So okay. I like that. I like that call. <laughs> Look, and, and uh, Coach is also a big Machado fan. We got to give Machado a, <laughs> a, a, a no snake vote from him as well. <laughs> All right, and our last contestant of the day. <laughs> Kevin Euclid, one of my favorite Red Sox players of all time. Now, he was a guy who went from the Sox to New York uh, to the Yankees. So, Dad, Kevin Euclid, snake or not a snake? The, 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 Greek, the Greek god of the walk. No, no, not a snake at all. Not <laughs> a snake at all. I don't even remember him playing for the Yankees. I mean, what do you have, yeah. a couple of bats or something? Um, it's it, what, what lesson there is stay with stay with your team. You you should have stayed with the Sox. Your career would have gone a little bit longer. You would have been loved and revered. Um, but no, no, definitely not a snake. I, I, I like uh, I like Kevin Nichols. Yeah, one of the best um, batting stances I think in the history of baseball. Uh, Teddy and I were actually just talking about that before the podcast. 
Uh, Ted, your thoughts on Kevin Euclid? Snake or not? Euclid's not a snake, not a snake. He was with the Red Sox for nine years. Um, you know, great player. Only went to the Yankees for you know one season and 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 didn't do too much while he was there. But the uh, I'll say this: the batting stance. I don't understand how it's actually possible because what is what's going on there? Um, and <laughs> it's just it's just it not too a, easy. But, a, I mean, he period of time where people were in that very strange batting stance, and there was a and I can't remember his name. It was another Red Sox who, and Coach may know, he may be able to text him. He got down this very strange, uh, almost squatting position, and it seems to have washed itself out of uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah, but regardless, I, I got to say, Euclid uh, seems like a good guy. Um, Bartlett does not agree, calling him, again, a monster snake. Uh, he's no Steve Pierce, David Ortiz, a snake. Uh, and he calls David, Ortiz, him, David Ortiz is a snake. I'll agree David with Ortiz that. is a snake. He was a snake to the Baltimore Orioles dugout where he just pounded the phone. There's not a single reason why David Ortiz should ever be considered a snake. He's a terrible guy. I mean, like, what, what can he talk I, I don't know. I, I, like, I like Ortiz on TV. I'll say that. He's hilarious, too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, now, I think, I think that's all the time we have for today. Um, hopefully, we can get uh, Coach Angela Bartlett back on um, some, other, some other episode where his audio is working. Maybe we'll have my dad back on. You never know. Um, you so, have to do it. Well, I think we're going to finish it there. Thanks for watching. Uh, Mr. Holmgren, right, real quick, any predictions about this MLB season? If it were to happen, who's winning it all? Oh. <laughs> you know, that's a tough one. Um, I, I can't say the Yankees because I just can't say the Yankees. Uh, you know, maybe the Dodgers will finally get it with, now that they got uh, a Mookie. Um, maybe Mookie will help bring it home for the Dodgers. But uh, God knows one of those two teams should win. They're, they're spending enough money. Mm -hmm. And do we have Coach Bartlett with audio? I think so. Can you guys hear me now? Yay. I went to the old phone, like the kids. All right, you, All right. you got about 30 seconds because this meeting is going to end. Um, All right. So, so what, are, what are some of the thoughts? Well, first of all, Kevin Euclid is, is a great player. I do like him, I have to say. As, a, as an Orioles guy, as you can see in the background, boys, I, uh, I believe the uh, orange and black. But I have to say this with Coach. Coach and I go back and forth about the, the, the one that's the biggest snake to him, and I know he always talks about it, is Johnny Damon. And I know you, I'm glad you let it off with him. That guy <laughs> stole money from both organizations, by the way. Um, it, it, just unbelievable what he did. And, again, Big Sloppy might not be a snake to you guys in Boston because he did so much, but he owes us a phone down at Camden Yards, I can tell you that. Yep. All right. All right, well, that's all we have. Hopefully, we'll get Coach Angela Bartlett back on with audio next time uh, for the whole podcast. Um, yes, sir. Um, all right. Thanks, guys. See ya.